0: much cash well we'll talk about that along the way lead the way well not quite that simple
1: there's a lot of red tape we have to go through but now that you have said yes uh i'll work on the people who control the scissors Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Come Up Interviews podcast. This is the Brettster speaking. Hey, it's the Thai guy. It's the 60th episode. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a special guest. It's our main man, Matt. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks for uh, everyone. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to be here for a milestone episode like this. Oh, it,
1: it's only a matter of time because, as we always say, you're more of a collaborator. So on yeah. almost any sort of episode, you're probably going to be here right. because <laughs> cause you're just going to be here. And we have a bunch of episodes planned that we want you to be here for. Uh, yep.
0: Yeah, I know. We've got quite a bit in the hopper, don't we? It's like... Uh, yeah, I won't mention anything that we have in the hopper because you just never know. You're like it, it, it's kind of the thing with with uh, podcasts. It's like we'll come up with an idea. Sometimes they don't even come to fruition for like you know a year or more sometimes yeah. after we come up with the idea.
1: But the ideas are there. So I just want to, you know, have the audience rest assured and relax that we haven't run out of ideas yet. No, <laughs> not yet. <Yeah. laughs> there's there's closer, plenty but, yeah. yeah. With every no. episode, we're getting, you know, the well's running a little bit drier. But uh, but, no, but really, yeah. we have a lot more to go. So don't but, worry. We have plenty to go. You know, we're, I tapped the well. There's some still some water left. There's some ideas. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Now, Ty, um, uh-huh. I understand you. Much like any newspaper of note, yes. you have a correction you would like to make. Yes, I um, re-listened to this last episode about the weather, and I made a, I made an error, which is I was talking about Desert Heat. I said Desert Heat, but I was talking about Desert Thunder, the one of Daniel Baldwin. Desert Heat is the movie of Jean Claude Van Damme, so which isn't very good. <laughs> right. Well, it's as I said off yeah. the air. It's a very understandable error that anyone yeah. could make that error because desert funder, you know daniel Baldwin was talking about calling people slappy and scrappy do whatever <laughs> it's just like I got and so you were blinded up. by that and yeah. then you just said the wrong name i was blinded by slappy man so well, maybe that's his intent he's like a magician he, he kind of like weaves a spell around you and your brain's in a fog and then um, yeah yeah who danny then, baldwin <laughs> yes danny yeah <laughs>
0: Now, now, Desert Heat is the one yeah. where Danny Trejo, another Danny, <laughs> yes. uh, gives yeah. Van Damme a foot massage, I believe.
1: Yes, that uh, was great. <laughs> so it's like. <laughs> no wonder you couldn't remember. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe I blocked that out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play. I don't like this foot massage, Danny. Bison. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> all right, So now that that's all cleared up, um, and also I believe this was the last episode we were talking about Don Knotts as an yeah, Knot star. Yeah, Don Knotts, not sorry, Kansas City Justice. You know, and I um, wanted to get Conester's opinion, any uh, <laughs> or <laughs> anything well, to say.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, first off, obviously, I love the idea. I think, um, you know, and I, I think if you know, like, especially doing it on that night of, of detective dramas that we created for CBS uh, in the 90s. I think it would, would fit well in there. Um, but then the other thing, too, is that MeTV, um, MeTV runs um, the Andy Griffith show on, on weeknights. And they've been doing this ad campaign where they're calling it like Mayberry Confidential. <laughs> and they're taking like these real innocuous scenes from the show where it's like, you know, like Andy talking with a woman or Don Knotts, you know, trying to hook up with a woman or something like that. That's supposed to be played for laughs. Uh, and they package it like it's some kind of like CD drama, you know, that there's like, you know, almost like a I don't know, like what kind of show it would be. But it would be like that kind of like thing where it's like almost like a film noir type deal. Um and so I just love the idea the kind of you guys bringing up Don Knotts as this like a like serious, you know, action show. And then this <laughs> idea of like, you know, the Andy Griffith show being this like seedy noirish drama on, you know, on TV. Um, yeah. To kind of fit perfectly with what you guys were saying.
1: Well, and, you know, I haven't seen any of those ads. I think that's just some synchronicity. Um, but Ty, I did find that tape at Savers, which, um, I think it's called called Murder in Coweta County. Yeah, I didn't watch it yet, but yeah, it's Andy Griffith, right? Yeah, but I bring it up because it has Andy Griffith and Johnny Cash, and the tagline is like, first there was bloodshed, now there's justice, or something like that. And then underneath it says, underneath that line, it it says Andy Griffith. So, you know, that tagline, you know, isn't typically something you'd see in an Andy Griffith movie, but. You know, he branched out like he did that movie, Pray for the Wildcats or Prayer for the Wildcats. I know he he, he isn't just the folksy guy singing, "Will the circle be unbroken all the time. Um, <laughs> um, well, if I you was, remember those ads. Um, I do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> was, that, was that his gospel albums?
1: I believe it was. Yes, yeah, so he he had a gospel album that I don't know if it was available in stores, but I do remember the ads that were. Uh, <laughs> would you have bought the album? wow. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but but that's beside the point because yeah. it's like um a certain, I don't know, David Hevener where it's like you have to dial the 1-800 number, no CODs, and you get the yeah. CD. <laughs> you have to be 18 or older, though, to talk to David if it says yes. that. Well, prime, I think in all those things, yeah. um, before the internet when they had those numbers like those 1-800 or 1-900 numbers yeah. that were you if you want to talk to um new kids on the block or warren or uh, yeah, yeah, yeah warren's the best one um, <laughs> uh, you have to get your parents permission you know That's they can say that at the end but um, hey mom can i talk to warren <laughs> like, yeah fine <laughs> all right but only for a minute
0: Yes. Do you think that is enough to get out of, like, exorbitant phone charges if, like, a kid just <laughs> picked up the phone and just called and, like, you know, the parent looks at the bill and like, $1,000, what would what happened here? You know, like, like like the parents wouldn't be able to just call and reverse those charges because, well, we told you kids to ask your parents, you know? Like, like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that ask your parents is as legally binding as they would right. want it to be. It but you know, like the Simpsons was, did tackle that when C- when Lisa was uh, addicted to the Corey hotline, if you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that was a serious issue back then. <laughs> I like to see the phone bill, though. It just says warrant, 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 uh, Hefner, warrant, warrant. It's like, <laughs> well, if someone's it's really like... into those calls. It... yeah. yeah. <laughs> or does it get like really specific, like on the phone bill? It says like two minutes with Janie Lane, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. three <laughs> minutes with the drummer, uh, yeah. and they like break it down by band member.
0: No, I think it's got to be like some like like – I, I imagine it's, it's like some cryptic call center thing. So it's like the parents look and just see like you know like like you know something something services. What is this like? <laughs> right. They, they might even think the worst, right? They might even think like risky business or something like that. You know, where it's like. Well,
1: yeah, because they <laughs> there probably is one company that does like all the hotlines, and it's probably has like a really corporate name like Corporate Talk International or something like think? that. And then that's what shows up on the bill, and then that then you have a cause for for worry. Yes. Are <laughs> we talking? <laughs> Go ahead. And that's our talk about Don Knotts. So moving on. <laughs> talk to Don Knotts now, 100 knots. <laughs>
0: like,
1: if you can't get enough of that voice, you know. I, I wish I could do the impression,
0: but it just, you Now it's cameo, right? Now cameos. Oh, like, that's right. Yeah.
1: Don Knotts on cameo. I know he's gone now, but. You
0: he know. would have been great on cameo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, knock on my door, sure. <laughs> hey, Who's calling? <laughs> yeah, <that's good>. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who's calling me on Cameo right now?
0: <laughs> oh my God, it looks like Janet is bending over. I've got to make a really lewd joke and then run out of the room. And this is acceptable in the early 80s, though, still.
1: You know. <laughs> and he zips away. Right, away. <laughs> <in this> <laughs> People used to zip away in the 80s and maybe early 90s. Yeah. Zip. <laughs> <Just like laughs> instead of running.
0: Yeah, well, didn't he have
1: sort of like a zip-up sort of tracksuit that he would wear onto his <laughs> well, company? But didn't he? Oh, yeah. I think he did, yeah. He was that, always running around.
0: It was that, and he'd have leisure suits, too, I think. Or he'd have, like, these, <laughs> he'd, like, have ascots and, like, those suits. You know those those sport coats that had, like, the, um. what are those things on the shoulders that are, like, that are, like, I guess you could put, if you were in the military, you'd put Appelitz? your parade. in it. Yeah, I think I they're think called epaulets. Yeah, it, he he would have like those 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 things. Like, cause, like, I think the idea was, too, is he was supposed to be out of style Um, after certain points of he was like wearing like things that like Love Boat guests would have worn in the, the <laughs> late 70s. He was wearing them in the early 80s,
1: which he probably was. He probably was a Love Boat guest oh, at yeah. some time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Special um, guest star, that, Don Knotts.
1: And Charo. <laughs> Charo. <laughs> um, that does kind of bring us to our next segment, which is should have been an action star. Oh, that's right. Do you want me to sing the song? I guess I could, sure, go oh. for it. Should have been an action star. <laughs> yeah. All right, so kind of going well, on. not to sing it.
0: <laughs> no. You <laughs> want me to should have been an action star. I don't know. it was, like, was really fun <laughs> to do, like, the, the, the hairband voice. Like, should have been an action star.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was Warren, right? Right, that was Warren, yeah. <laughs> Which you can call.
0: Uh, Fire calling him. I don't today. know what that was, yeah.
1: That right, right? On 100 Jamie. Yeah. So, <laughs> Well, and this is – actually, that ties in perfectly to the person because this is someone you would call into on the radio. Yes, I and believe. that man's name is Casey Kasem. Mm. So, yeah. so so what's your uh, scenario what's here? Idea. So, so C- Casey the, Kasem oh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. No, no Go ahead, no, please. Well, I was going to say well, I'm guessing he's angry. He has a beard, and he wants revenge. Yes, he does. He wears a sweater. And it's like his red, like polka dot or striped sweater. He's out for revenge because his wife gets killed by drug dealers. I don't have a drug dealer name this time. Mm-hmm. Delgado's already dead, remember? Oh right, yeah. So, it's like... so it can't be him. <laughs> it could be Delgado Junior, I guess. Yeah, okay, yeah. It could be DJ. So DJ's yeah, right. after <laughs> it's like Delgado Junior. So, but then he's like, number one, I'm gonna kill you. I have a... It's a top five list. Number five, you better run. Number four, <laughs> which is a real song by uh, yeah. um, what Pat Benatar. <laughs> So, <laughs> so he has a, he usually has a countdown before he kills you so it's like, or it's like and they could be somewhat murder related like yeah shot through the heart or you, know, well, yeah. you give uh, love uh, a bad name i suppose by bon yeah. jovi um so, uh, so the, the yeah. part where so. his his wife gets killed by dj uh-huh. and not the kid from you know uh, roseanne or maybe it could be, just or like, or uh, Full House. Full House. Like, who am I thinking? Who am I thinking of? Is that his name too? DJ. Yeah, but, right. also, but, uh, D- so, but not to interrupt, but to just to bring ahead. another level into this. Didn't DJ in her room have a bunch of posters for like these sort of hair bands like Warren yeah. and Slaughter? I think so. Well, I know Screech had a poster for like Doris Day or something. <laughs> Because right, as we've talked about before, on Saved by the Bell was mainly yeah. written by, you know, blacklisted writers from the 50s who are now yeah. like in their 80s, but they were trying yeah. to be hip with the so, kids. It's like, yeah. oh, it's what's those kids like today. Doors Day.
0: And it's like the apartment in the Hollywood Hills doesn't pay for itself. You got yeah. <laughs> to get whatever work you can. <laughs> yes, yes.
1: So, yeah. So Keatsy Keats would would be like counting down, maybe count down to death. Maybe that'd be the <laughs> title. And then he has like a bazooka at the end. And just like so, so like a death wish, yeah, it'd be definitely four, four, yeah, it'd right. be like four, so. and he has to go into like a neighborhood with like people being terrorized by the community, yeah. and he shoots everyone, yeah, and then he still so, has the same voice, of course, he has the same voice, like I'm coming into town right now, it's like so I, I'd watch it, Matt.
0: Yeah, I mean yeah. i am even seeing one too like where maybe he's got a rocket launcher yeah. and he's like a distance away and he's like tonight's long distance dedication <laughs> yeah. loving rockets you know Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah perfect.
1: Perfect. That is perfect. Yeah. Then, is then, perfect. Then, yeah. <laughs> I
0: can't I can't do the case of voice as well as yeah. you can. I, I I try to think of uh, of um Shaggy from Scooby Doo, right? Cuz that was he did that voice as well, didn't he? Um Did he do a yeah. bunch of Hanna-Barbera voices?
1: I, I believe he did, yeah. He's just, he's just he's so perfect for the radio. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> he is, but you know, he, he he did the voiceovers, he did radio. I think it's time he steps out, you know, and yeah. did an 80s style action movie. It's, it, why had yeah, why did it not happen? He would put on like the fatigue, like the army fatigue. He's like <laughs> a like a Vietnam vet, an older one. <laughs> I'm guessing this is at the end when he gets the yeah. bazooka and the rocket he gets the launcher. He bazooka, but he's still wearing the sweater. That's like his outfit. It's kind of like... So, so he has like camouflage pants, but like a light blue sweater. Light blue sweater or red with stripes. <laughs> it's like, well, he does have great hair too. I mean, he so, could... Exactly. So he, maybe he, can, he kind of buzzes off just a little bit so he looks like, you know, maybe like a Rambo type. <laughs> so, so he just... And he comes out through the shadows, also. I'm picturing that too now. Like, this bad guy's <laughs> doing some drug dealing, and he's like, you could see him for a second in the shadows, and then he didn't, he like snaps someone's neck. So, in like an alley or something? Yeah, was, yeah, in an alley. It's always these, these alleys are always full of bad dudes.
0: It's like, <laughs> There was some very foggy. Like I could see them coming yeah. out of the fog too in an alley. I mean, yeah. I, I now living in Philadelphia here um, where there are alleys, you know, I, I, you know, growing up in Maine, you know, I didn't have a lot of experience with alleys and, and, <laughs> and those kinds of things. But here being in Philadelphia, I've noticed, especially, I, I mean, I'm not like I'm down there in the middle of the night. So maybe I don't know this for a fact, but it doesn't seem like there's a lot of fog in the alleys here,
1: hmm. at least in well, Philadelphia. See the thing is, it comes out of the sewer. Right. Yeah, yeah. So like <laughs> at night they turn on the sewer fog and yeah. then um, and that's what makes it foggy. So and then the streets are all wet and slicked down with it. And then with the neon signs, they reflect off of it. And, you know, that's the problem. You have to you have to go out like when they turn on the sewer fog. Yeah. And that's when you, you know, ex- exact your revenge on these drug dealers. It's just like <laughs> like DJ. Like, D yeah, Delgado Jr. I think we might have used him before, too. Maybe Delgado Jr. Jr. Oh, yeah. Like, so it's like, okay, now wow, he's already a, a grandfather. Wow. D3, Delgado the third, right? Yeah, D, D, yeah. yeah, that's what they'd call him if he's a football yeah, D3, player. Yeah, D3. they call him D3. The oh, Mighty D3. Ducks are back. <laughs> well, D, well, D2, well, the Mighty Ducks. So we're supposed know that D1 was the Mighty Ducks. So now it's D2. So the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> yeah, it's not called... <laughs> it's now D. has been shortened to just... D. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's interesting because the hockey team ended up following that same approach. I guess when Disney sold the team to some other people in Anaheim, they went from being the Mighty Ducks to just the Anaheim Ducks. Um, oh. So okay. They did the same thing. They were just D instead of uh, TMD. I would, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: TMD. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean that's okay. TMD because very close to TMZ. Well, what does that even stand for? Like TMZ. I don't even know.
0: Ten just... Mile zone. I think. It's ten ten... <laughs> Is that what it? Is what... Yeah, I think it's, like, it has something to do with, like, the area around Hollywood. I don't know Oh, sure, okay. They, I, think, I think it's 10 Mile Zone or something like that.
1: Do you remember the other one? It was called The Superficial. you remember <laughs> that website? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's gone now. <laughs> <But> it's, <laughs> well, it's probably hard to compete with TMZ and Perez Hilton.
0: Yeah. <laughs> See, t- did Perez Hilton turn over a new leaf? Is he, like, a kinder, gentler?
1: I think like, it's kinder, gentler like, Perez now.
0: Yeah, right, exactly, <laughs> yeah.
1: So it's not Paris Hilton. It's Perez
0: Hilton. So right. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think he picked that name because it was I, I don't think that's his real name. I mean, maybe I'm no. wrong, but I, I think he picked it. So it was like close to Paris Hilton.
1: Yeah, who, who was, you know, in the gossip uh, columns a lot at that time. Yeah, damn, you you know. Know. So you had to be Perez. So his name is a little dated because yeah. <laughs> she's not really in the gossip you know, no, he's not on the gossip we... rags anymore. I mean, I think we have a subject today because you talking about Fred <laughs> <Paris> Hilton <laughs> um, well, someone who's much cooler than him and probably yeah. pretty much cooler than pretty much all, anybody like all of us uh, which is uh Fred Williamson. Now we are yeah. doing this on the occasion of Fred Williamson's birthday. is that?
0: yeah, it's in March,
1: so we' like March, 3rd. March 3rd, oh. so, we're... so
0: you... This is probably going to come out like, maybe close March to March 1st. March yeah, 1st.
1: Is the closest we can do it? It's right. as close as we can make it. So this it's is... March 5th. March, March 5th. 5th. Okay.
0: It's going to be 84. On oh, that. my wow. goodness.
1: Yeah. He looks amazing for 84. Yeah. I mean, I thought he was like 64. <laughs> right. Yeah, Yeah, because I just saw him in some extra on... Uh, what was it? I forget White what Fire? Blu-ray it was. It might have been White Fire. And he, he doesn't... I mean, he wasn't 84 at the time. He's probably... But it might have been 80. He does He... He does not look it. I mean, he really doesn't. He looks fantastic. So I guess we have the top five Freds. We're calling this episode Best Freds Forever. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah, that's, that's great. <laughs> it's basically why we're doing it, just because of the title. But it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> and his birthday, and <laughs> his because birthday. we haven't done a Fred episode yeah, yet. And... Yeah, it's all that together. So, <laughs> you know, and we are huge fans. I mean, yeah. uh, Fred's the best. Fred is the best. So I guess we could start off... Uh, Matt, you want to start off with your number five, or do you want to keep talking about something else before?
0: Right. <laughs> oh, no, this is good, though. No, so I, I should uh, – like this one, I, I'm I, – my number five is Inglorious Bastards, not the Tarantino right. one, but the one from 78 that the, the name came from. Um Right. And um, you know again it's like kind of a remake of the Dirty Dozen, but um, I, it, with the huge cast that's in that film, I thought uh, Fred really brings it in there, and he kind of makes that movie what it is. And it was just a really fun take on the Dirty Dozen, and it, a big part of the reason why it was so fun was him.
1: We, yes, that is my memory of that movie as well, and you could see why Tarantino wanted to borrow. <laughs> I don't know if you call it a remake, but you know do, do what Tarantino does, yeah. which is kind of Tarantino eyes it. Yeah. And even the one that he made is still a good movie. Oh, it is. is, Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you got to get your own title, sir. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) or not. (laughs)
0: But it's like. Well, he, he changed the spelling, right? Like yeah. The, no, yeah. I think, like, like yeah. is spelled with an "e." It's yeah. Bester, oh, okay.
1: That changed it. And yeah. in Ingl- "glorious," he, he added a u Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. So it's so it's
1: different. It's like is when it? Vanilla Ice was talking I was just about just about, about to say, the, say that
0: talking yeah. about <laughs> it. Yeah. Like, ding, you know,
1: ding, 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 ding. Oh, okay.
0: He's <laughs> got that, that little "ching" in there. See, it's not the same thing.
1: Right? It's not the same <laughs> thing, man. Uh, Which your mother? Right.
0: Um. <laughs> So, what is Rob Van Winkle up to today? I don't know. He's doing Bob's Furniture commercials. That's the That's stuff Bob. he is? He is, yes, because his name's Robert so um yeah he's like uh, the bob it has, it's the commercials with the you know the claymation bob yeah <laughs> of course
1: the claymation bob
0: version right. yeah. the claymation bob is telling you that another rob and so this other you know rob van winkle is like working as like a salesperson at a bob's <laughs> furniture and he's still, and this woman says oh this, this this furniture looks too 90s we want something else and he's like well mm-hmm. the 90s weren't all bad were they and she's like no i guess not or something like that but um that, that's oh, kind boy. of the I mean, but he's there, you know. He's got his baseball cap on and his tattoos and everything, and yep. he sells furniture.
1: <laughs> I think that's pretty good. I mean, he, he's working. Tyler, is there more you want to say about *Vanguarders Bastards*? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a quality war action movie. It, it kind of sneaks up on you because you think it's going to be kind of boring, but it's not. It's you know, it's, it's pretty cool. We got the whole running time. Well, that's Enzo Di Castellari, right? Yeah. So. Um, he's great so he's going to infuse anything he does with a lot of that sort of energy and enthusiasm and so yeah there's definitely plenty to recommend there i gotta say this was a paula tricky list (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) so in your version of saying that paula's in parentheses yeah paula tricky list Uh and why was it so tricky because he has a lot of good movies to choose from now you couldn't narrowing it down to five i thought was hard but i made it um on the Edge is number five. <laughs> oh, interesting
0: Interesting one. OK,
1: because it's so ridiculous the whole time because it's trying. Because <laughs> you got Fred, you got Gary Busey and you got lawyer Gloria Allred. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Gloria Allred is in the movie. <laughs> she's not defending, you know, sexual assault victims or whatever. He's she's in this movie. <laughs> so somehow yeah. fred williamson got gloria allred to be in this yeah. direct-to-video movie yeah um is this the one where like these sort of like rap beats play loudly yeah. over the dialogue yes. so you can't really hear what anyone's saying because no like one. it's mixed very like weirdly where it's like you hear these beats and you can tell people are talking but you wish like the sound was equalized a bit better it's Not because i think there's a there's a uh, rap song like everybody wants to be a gangster, oh yes i remember that now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't know if you remember that one Matt. that great <laughs> song it's yeah, really okay, catchy. Then, if you were yeah, to hear uh, it, you'd definitely remember it because it's yeah. so catchy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's funny because when I did my review of this, I did get, one of the screenshots was Gloria Alred. I like, got <laughs> to get Gloria <laughs> Alred on here. And so that was, yeah. It, it, when you go to IMDb and you look at the critic reviews, uh-huh. three of them are, you know, uh, you guys, me, and then Mitch, the video vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> and the fourth one is Bulletproof Review. So it's like, kind of like, that's wow. it. That Just the four of us have, have covered this one. <laughs> that's like um, the,
1: That's like the the dream game right there right,
0: exactly it's like the four it's like for, when you see like yeah there, there are there i think that that's almost like the, i was i was talking about how like the trifecta or like the, the, the mm-hmm. triangle is is you know uh, our reviews and, and mitch would be like the triangle mm-hmm. but yeah. like yeah you throw in bulletproof and it's like that's like the what is that? Is that a quad factor? What I don't know. What <laughs> yeah, is there a word that for that? It? It's it? like a yeah.
1: square factor. Quadruple, yeah, quadruple action.
0: I, know. Know, I think in, in horse racing, I think they call it an exacta, maybe. I don't know. It's oh. a, something when you have get all four of them, I guess. But but yeah, so this is it. this is one that just has all the four of us, and nobody else has reviewed it. But it it is it's it's um you know it's, it Fred Williams is playing that Dak Dakota Smith. Yeah,
1: he's coming back
0: in my list, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: And, I, and with a catchy song.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think between after the Gloria Alred scene, my other favorite scene is where I think Jim Brown is in this for one scene. It's just him and Fred Williamson going to like, you know, go take care of some business somewhere. And it's almost like this yeah. kind of like throwback thing where it's like, hey, you know, it's these two guys are ready to go you know, it was it's kind of like a fun thing to see the two of them go take care of business in one scene.
1: Absolutely. And I'm guessing the the other movie that Ty you're gonna mention also features Jim Brown. Well or am I wrong? N- no, that's not it. I oh. just want me to tell you, I mean So it's, it's not Down and Dirty. No, it is Down and Dirty, but Jim Brown oh. isn't in that one. Oh You're thinking of Bubba Smith. Yeah, Bubba Smith is Bubba in Smith, on the edge. right, yeah. sorry. <laughs> so, uh no <laughs> Down and Dirty's coming up. I mean I can just mention it now if you want. No, no, we'll it's, we'll go in order. Okay. So yeah, okay. I mean on the edge it's it's a direct to video movie that's I, I think not, primarily Great, but I mean, there's something about it. Just it's there's so many kind of little things wrong with it. It's just kind of fun to watch. No, it's it's, it's a like, fun watch. It's a yeah. definitely a worthy watch. Um, yeah. there's something that happens at the very end that yeah. I won't spoil that sets it apart from a lot of other movies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much all other movies. Um, <laughs> and uh, I would I'm not there I'm not gonna. It's not really a plot twist, but I do want no. people to be surprised by it. So I'm not gonna say what it is, but it happens at the very end. Yeah, very um, end. And, and it's for these little sort of quirks and twists and turns mm-hmm. that I think it's worthy of the list. And also I want to mention that this is the movie – it came out in 2002 on The Edge. And it's like this is the blockbuster. You go to blockbuster and you see this movie <laughs> yes. on the shelf. Yeah, it's very blockbuster in 2002. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's like Fred Williamson has a gun on the cover. I Gary Busey's in the background. I think Gary Busey does a drive-by shooting in it. <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> and even the title like there's a lot of movies called on the edge yeah so oh ice like, tea ice tea also oh yeah ice tea right yeah i think iced yeah. tea on the cover that's right yeah so i mean the, the title is somewhat generic and that yeah. might make it harder to find i don't know but it just it all adds to the overall kind of strange vibe of the movie <laughs> it's funny you know back in the 90s or late and people were made named after like you got vanilla ice you got ice cube you got ice tea like, Sounds delicious. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What is this? Like, some sort of great drink you get? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: because I think with those two, I think with um, iced tea and ice cube, I think it had like <laughs> drug implications.
1: Um, oh, oh like okay. That. I just thought it was just a great, exciting item you buy. Right. Sorry.
0: Yeah. And then Vanilla Ice, the, supposedly yeah. the way he got his name, I think what he said in the, the, behind the music was that mm-hmm. he was a white guy rapping in Dallas. That's where he, he grew up. Not, I think he said Miami later, but they were making fun of him for being white, and they called him Vanilla. And that's – they yeah. just I think they just added the ice because the other guys had ice. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so so he was just like – he just kind of had to accept the name because they were making fun of him with it. it
1: wow, so he like, could have been just Vanilla, like with no ice.
0: I think so, yeah. 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 That, <laughs> so that
1: would have been more like snow. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Snow, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Um, can you name another snow song? Is there, is like this? <laughs> Besides Informer, I yeah. personally cannot. Know. <laughs> uh, but I think people in Canada could. I think he, okay. he had a little more success there. <laughs> um, OK, moving on to our next. Uh, number, so, four. So Matt, so number four. So
0: number four, Matt. So my number four is original Gangsters um, oh. and. I looked this up online cause I thought my friend and I saw this in the theater when it came out in 96. And I looked it up online, and it didn't make a lot in the box office. So I'm kind of not sure because it didn't – generally, where I grew up in near Portsmouth, New Hampshire, where the two theaters were, we didn't get a lot of limited release pictures. But mm-hmm. I feel like we saw this in the theater. And this movie, I think kind of going back to the one you just talked about, On the Edge, one of the things that makes this list so – you know, Paula Tricky is that <laughs> a lot of the movies that um that, that that Fred Williamson makes like like on the edge and I think you can almost put uh, original gangsters in that category where they aren't the best movies in terms of like plot and you know pacing and shooting and all of those yeah. kinds of things but he just loads them up with this these great casts where you're just like okay I, I, it's hard for me to not enjoy seeing these people on screen and so. You know, almost a similar cast from uh, from On the Edge. You got Williamson. Um, you don't have Busey. Instead of Busey, you get uh, you get Napes um, and yeah, Anthony and, um,
1: and, yeah, and Robert Forster.
0: Robert Forster was right. great. Frank yeah. Pesci, who was in On yeah. the Edge, uh, he's, he's Frank was. Pesci must have been best buds with Williamson because he does a ton of movies with uh, yeah. with um, with him. But um, yeah, you have got Jim Brown. You've got Pam Greer, and I, I think it's one of those ones. I, I I don't know. it's just yeah, it's just a lot of fun to see those those guys all kind of get after it. It was like a yeah, it was it was almost like a, 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 a like a reunion tour kind of thing, um, but yeah, the way that they put it together, I don't know, it was just it was a fun movie. But there were some parts of it that were, I think the other thing with Williams that makes this list so Paula tricky is uh mm-hmm. is that um he, he tends to get dark sometimes, you know, like he tends to kill people off that you kind of become fond of, um and and um. He does that here in, in in original gangsters, and he does it in some of the other ones I think that are on my list. That I'm kind of like, y- did you really need to kill that person off? And so um, sometimes you just kind of just go with it because the rest of it is is, is so much fun. Well,
1: and I I do remember that. that coming to the theater, which oh. um, which it did play around here in the you know play southern North Connecticut Hayden. area. I it may have because I remember seeing TV ads for it. Mm. Um, I remember thinking that's cool. I mean that. If the movie exists, and I mean, obviously, right. now that would never go to the theater. That was kind of like the last gasp for a movie like that to go to the theater. Um, so that's mad that's great that you actually got a chance to see it if indeed you did see it in the theater because that's uh not to be repeated kind of thing. Um, but you're right about the cast, like, yeah, the technical aspects of some of these movies yeah. might not be the best, but some of these casts are outstanding, and and no better example of that is uh, exists than original gangsters because this you know obviously the whole idea was to bring back the seventies quote unquote black exploitation actors and put them back together, but put them in a scenario with these exactly. new, these new younger gangsters, yeah. uh, gangsters and yeah. show them who's boss. Which I always like when the older yeah. people show the young punks who's boss. Yeah. I love when that happens. They usually so, they show them who's boss, you know, big time. So it's like. <laughs> Yeah. So and and it's by and I think written by Larry Cohen right. who um has some cred in that uh, area because he was around during the original wave of the black plantation.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's him and then Williamson is like an uncredited director. So I think maybe the two of them work together on on directing it. Um and yeah, it it you're right. Like it's that that whole idea of showing the young punks who's boss. but it's interesting because it's like it's different from like kind of the the Bill Cosby approach to that kind of thing where. Oh. You know, like, like, right, like, we don't Let's them, hope. You know how he would do that kind yeah. of, in the in the two thousands. That was kind of like his big thing of like going on these tours and saying how, um, you know, kids in the inner city need to pull their pants up and stuff. Yes,
1: like I was them. just gonna say, you got to pull up your pants. Yes. Right. Exactly. Whereas this, it, it, Fred Williamson's just shooting them. <laughs> yeah, just shooting it's something your that Cosby would like not your do pants would blow up.
0: Right. Like... Right. Like, like, like Williamson's message is, I don't care if your pants are, are are lower. I don't care how you dress, as long as you don't terrorize your community. <laughs> I, I'm good with you. You know, that was kind of Did his play? mindset, which I think is a better message
1: yes i agree i agree (laughs) and um so yeah that's a good choice Um, i guess my number four is kind of a tie which is the messenger slash fox trap okay so we're we're, there was there the what character is he the same character in those well i think he is uh was it um the fox or something like that (laughs) was it because he had a couple characters he would go back to there was dakota smith yeah, there was I believe Jesse Crowder. Yes, I think this or, might be a Crowder. Let me and, double
0: check that. Yeah, that last so, so last fight was Crowder. Um, <laughs> so let's see, uh, Fox shark was actually Fox. His name was Thomas Fox. Oh, yeah, Thomas Fox. Fox. Okay, yeah.
1: Because yeah. then there was also the Soda Cracker. Right. Yeah. Well, um, Fred Williamson is the kill reflex. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's the kill reflex on IMDb, but on Tubi, yeah. it's Soda Cracker. Yeah. So. Soda Cracker. He's yeah. Soda Cracker.
1: But like, yeah. they didn't take out the Fred Williamson is part when they changed it to the kill reflex because yeah. like Soda Cracker, he he's Soda Cracker, right? He's not the name. It's like Soda Cracker. He's not the kill reflex. No. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> they forgot but Why the did is? they change he that? Forgot the is. Just, just take it out or not. <laughs> Yeah. Or change it. But no, they just left that in. And so it says Fred Williamson's the kill reflex on the VHS yeah. box. <laughs> this is getting this is close to Dolph Lundgren as the killing machine again. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> but the kill so reflex it makes machine. even less sense.
0: At least that's like a, I mean, I guess reflex is a noun, too. So I guess you yeah. could be a kill reflex, but... Um, I, guess, <laughs> I'm just,
1: I, yeah, see. I guess it should be a kill reflex, that's a good point. Right, but the, <laughs> Usually but a person machine, is not... You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reflex, typically. Uh, typically. Right. Uh, Duran Duran. Like, <laughs> well, yes. yes. <laughs> um, well, another thing we should mention, speaking of songs, is mm. and his characters. So that's something Fred would do. He had a couple recurring characters. Yep. Another thing he would always do is in almost all of his movies. Yep. A either song that he wrote or directed, There's a a nightclub scene with like a full song. So that's sort of like his trademark. There'll be a scene where he goes to a club, and there's usually a sort of a glamorous woman on stage singing, and you get full song, start to finish, and then then the action will continue. You know, so you know you're in Fred territory if that happens. Um, yeah, and so there's certain Fred trademarks. Fox Trap and the Messengers. I think they were shot in France. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why well, he spent he spent time in. Sorry. Uh, well, Italy he did France. definitely spend some time in France because of White Fire. Yeah. Uh, um, which maybe we'll be getting to. I don't. I don't know. But yeah. no spoilers. But he in some of his European stuff is, and also um uh, the New Gladiators is it the Fulci? Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's not on my list, but I like that we're mentioning those. Yeah. So yeah, his European career that's almost a podcast unto itself. You know, Fred Williamson in Europe could be its own thing, but um anyway uh so the messenger and foxtrap why did you pick those two well because they're kind of similar in a way and i thought well they have the classic fred action you want he punches all the middle-aged punks there's all sorts (laughs) of weird characters That's a really good double feature it's almost like a sequel but but not officially not officially because they're different he's different uh different characters yeah and he's just being cool and busting heads (laughs) You know, well and that's what why we love the Fredster cuz yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what he does best really
0: yeah, I have not seen Foxtrot yet. It's in my uh, my YouTube queue, um, so mm-hmm. I, I need to check it out. Messenger, I have seen, um, sure. definitely. I, I, that was one that was kind of like an honorable mention. It was one that just missed my list. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, but I, I did really enjoy it. I think you like, Messenger is one, and maybe Fox Arts is kind of a similar thing, where it's like you watch it, and it's, it's a relatively low-budget affair. It's like these kind of—it's almost like, like Fred Williamson learned how to direct from Italian low-budget directors and kind of— Picked up all the tricks of the trade from them. That there's yeah. almost like a, that kind of feel to his movies.
1: Yes, that's um, a really good point.
0: Yeah, and 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 the messenger has that feel to it, but it's like he just he, he has this way of making movies. Um, and I'm not making it in the way that he's actually like like literally making the movie, but like his presence like can take a movie that's not quite there, and 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 turn it into something that's really enjoyable.
1: Oh yeah, he definitely made the best of the limited resources that he had available. Like yeah, so yeah, he didn't have multi million dollar budgets, but everything he had, he put on the screen. He used exactly. it to the best of his ability. Um, his charm carries a lot of the movies. Yeah, like because you're watching him, and he does have this sort of magnetic charm, and he smiles, and he has that cigar, and like you're already <laughs> pretty entertained. Just yeah, by you that just have alone. to have and that. And yeah. then in the messenger, uh, there's an appearance by Cam Mitchell, and he, <laughs> and that's always great to see. And people yes. are called a suckfish. You know? <laughs> <laughs> more than once or at least just one. one time yeah, yeah. christopher Connolly, i think called someone on suckfish yeah well because maybe he didn't just get his directorial you know tips from the italians maybe he got these uh mistranslated words from them too <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so those are good i definitely would check those out they're, i think they're somewhat available because they're on these mgm like black cinema vhs you know <laughs> or dvd i think
0: the messenger is Fox yeah. Track is a little bit harder, but it is on YouTube. So um, okay, that's still good. Yeah, I think right. one thing maybe whenever we mention a movie is on YouTube, probably like, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, if you go on there and the movie was was like posted in like 2020 or or or, or more or, or later, you probably mm-hmm. should see it as soon as possible because that's maybe a sign that like you know, people had been posting it before and had been taken down. So oh, okay. I think that, that's, well, yeah. that's a rule that I've been starting to, to discover with YouTube is that uh, anything that's been on there newer, like I had, um, there's a movie called The Raven, uh, called Raven Hawk that, that Pion directed. It was a TV movie that I'd been trying to watch forever. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, and there, I was like, oh, there's a there's a version, an English language version. I've got to check it out. And then I kind of put it on my list and said, I'll get to it later. And then next time I went to my queue, it was gone. Oh, so uh, That's the thing
1: about YouTube. Anything, anytime we mention a movie that's on YouTube, I, people have to know that, by the time they hear this, it might not be there. Yeah. Um. So, we'll, so as of this recording, people can watch Foxtrap. Yeah. Right? Okay. Good. Um. Yeah. Plenty of times I've gone back to watch a movie on YouTube and yep. it was gone. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's why that. I'll always prioritize. Like if I have something in, that I discover on YouTube, I'll watch that before anything else because, you know, that could go away and they usually do. Um. All right. No. So that was good. You you put Messenger yeah. and Foxtrap together. That was yeah. a good idea. All right. Oh, so Matt, your number three.
0: So my number three, I'm going to censor myself when I use the title for this. It's Boss (laughs) N-Word. N-Word? Yeah. 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 um, (laughs) And actually, Tubi Tubi has mitigated this by just calling it Boss um, when you stream Uh, it there. And um, there's actually – I mean, uh, Williamson did a good amount of Westerns. But actually, this is the only one that looks decent, um, that's like a decent version on there. Like I think um, one that he directed that he did with – Uh, Richard Pryor, Adios Amigos looks absolutely horrible. Um, Another one called Joshua looks horrible. But but this one was good. And what I liked about this movie is that it's like Williamson takes all the bad things about a Western, you know, sort of like the sort of, you know, uh, the racism aspects of it, the kind of like the the white male conservative lead that, that gets things done kind of thing. And he completely flips it on its ear where you just now have like when you go into this town, it's the white people that are the savages or the, the that are the mm-hmm. uncivilized ones. Um and it's the, you know, him and, and uh, Durville Martin, um, you know, and and the woman that they help out. They're the the, the um, they're kind of the more civilized or the nicer people. And then there's the, the Mexican community outside of town that's like they're nicer and, and more civilized. And it's the white people that are bad. And I think the way that Western's always had that thing where it was like, you know, the white man goes in and tames the area and makes civilization out of it. Um, he turns that on his ear, which is really nice. But at the same time, he has so much fun with it. Him and Derville Martin have so much fun with it. Um, and then William Smith as the bad guy. It's just so mm. perfect. It's like like William Smith. I, I wonder, like, I guess you when you're when you're William Smith, you you, you want to get into Hollywood however you can and you're OK with being a bad guy. Um i would have trouble i would be like man i just said the n-word like 10 times in this scene and you know i'm like I, i'm you know everybody wants to hate me and kill me and and you know see me get my comeuppance um you know so to speak um i would feel like i would be like oh man this is just like wearing on me but he loved it he seemed to revel it. i mean he, I, I would hope he was a nice guy in real life um i hope and, so uh, i've
1: been I never course. heard anything to yeah. the contrary right that.
0: so yeah, I, when I watch these kind of movies, I'm like, man, I can't imagine being that. But you know, overall, I think, I mean, I think for people watching it, I mean, the the N word gets thrown around a lot in this movie. So um, I think for our kind of our modern ears, um, you know, we we hear that word a lot. And it kind of just you know, sort of like you know, like you you wouldn't you know, I think when when Tarantino uses it in like Hateful Eight and things like that, even that you're kind of like, ooh, boy, that 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 move that stings a little bit hearing it like that. But I think if you kind of sort of Take that as, as part of what Williamson's trying to do in the movie. Um, overall, I think it's just it's a fun take on the Western. And he did, like you said, he did a bunch. He did like five or six in the '70s. That um, unfortunately, none of them are, are available to the wit, to the degree that this one is. Um, um, well, D- I mean, they
1: had to know the level of N-word say, saying if it's in the title of the movie itself. <laughs> right, exactly. Because um, right. there's also the legend of N-word Charlie.
0: Right. Yes. That's <laughs> yeah. another. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: and uh, and also, but I believe Fred was also in a great Western, the uh, Four the Apocalypse, the Fulci. Yes. Oh, That's a great one. Yeah. So that's a really good movie, and the quality of that, I mean, is excellent. I don't know what the prints are like on you know the streaming services, but it should look I think it's great. On
0: the streaming services, yeah, huh. that's a good point. Um, it, yeah, I I I know that it's, I you know, that's a good point because I looked for it and I didn't see it. Um, but um, maybe I missed it. Maybe I, I missed it because you're right. That one is a um. Yeah, like I I wish the rest of his movies kind of had that. um, uh, What do I say? Like they they had uh, versions like that out there. um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, if people can find for the apocalypse or I think another good one is called Take a Hard Ride. Is that that sound right? It was okay. Yeah. Yeah, It wasn't bad. Yeah. But but I think out of of the Westerns that I've seen, I haven't seen them all. It's I think it's going to be tough to beat for the apocalypse because that's just a it's just a great one. Um, but yeah, an interesting choice. I like Matt, how you're yeah, going like to, his more like 70s drive-in kind of exploitation era of his career. It's funny, we're flipping it around because I have another one that's kind of silly, like on the edge, which uh-huh. is down and dirty, right. Dak, is, <laughs> Dak is back. Yeah. You know? Right, so this is another of those sort of like 2000s direct-to-video, yeah. um, quote-unquote urban movies. Yeah. Um uh, kind of following hot like, off the heels of original gangsters and yeah. um, on the edge. And on the edge. Yeah. Um, so this who's is, in this one? Tight? Well, we got David Carradine, Gary Busey, um, uh-huh. Charles Napier, and I'm who else is in that? um
0: Bubba Smith. Smith. Bubba is Smith a, yeah. His
1: hair. Is this one where he has amazing hair? I think that's in On the Edge, where his hair was <laughs> like I don't know what that was. <laughs> is, sort Bubba
0: of... Smith, it's like slicked down or something. It it's yeah,
1: down, is... but it looked,
0: well, I don't it know, Looked like Lego hair. Like it, yeah, it like, like the, hair, yeah.
1: it was like perfectly shiny and flat, and it looked yeah. very odd. He had like a weird suit, and on the end, it was like what, it was like a little bit too tight, and like a little <laughs> small tie. It was very <laughs> odd. so, yeah. That's but that's all part. part of the charm of these movies, and this has a lot of catchy songs in it. Yeah, um because well, uh, see, there's only the other Dakota Smith movies. You no, know, there's Night, Oh Vision, Night Vision, Thank You, and that has songs like we are 12 steps away yeah. and like and uh if it, down and dirty is like dakota smith oh, yes. that, yeah, might, that, <laughs> yes. that might and be nice. the title yeah. track um down and dirty yeah down and dirty so, it's like um, so so a lot of great songs catchy so so we got a great cast catchy yeah. soundtrack um uh, wacky goings on yeah. i mean <laughs> you know there's, there's something
0: about it i mean something about, about it
1: Yes, it's a little low rent, but that's part of the charm. And Charles Napier is also in it. uh, Yeah, the Napes. (laughs) The Napes.
0: Yeah, Yeah, this is another one, too. I'm looking it up on IMDb that it's just Mm. uh, you, me, and then another um, one. I've never checked this this site out before. uh, Shameless um, Self-Expression.
1: I might have seen that. I think it's like, do you like it? I don't know. I I think I I read his review,
0: but I don't remember. No. Well, I was going to say, I think this is another one of those ones where it's like the movie itself would not have been the greatest but when you put this cast in um i mean mean, there's a scene where where um where gary Busey is um he's with a a a, a lady of the night so to speak right and um (laughs) she's about to kind of do her thing with him and Mm -hmm. he just has this look on his face like he's like like almost like you're watching a horror movie right And (laughs) and like the woman is about to like like you know uh you know service the, the the man and then suddenly like her teeth are like these huge fangs and the guy's like oh my god what's going on here i'm gonna die you know and, and he makes that face even though she's not doing any of that stuff it's supposed <laughs> yeah, to be as I, nice as possible um <laughs> which i think that was one of the images i got for the, the post uh but
1: <laughs> i gotta look at that face again
0: Yeah, and i love of course the 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 absolute sit-down role of david carradine in his, um, <laughs> oh he does
1: nothing he just sits yeah. in his limo or maybe in his office
0: yeah but, um, yeah, this is another. This is you know the Dax Smith movies. I think they're they're the kind of movies where you just you you can't. I, I, they're just they're just fun. Like they're just always going to be a fun time when you watch them. Um, and so yeah, I totally get uh, why why you'd want to put one like that on here because it it is uh, that kind of movie.
1: I still want to see the Rage Within. You know, it's very hard to find. So um, is that a Dax? Is that a, it's a Dax DAC? Smith movie? It's like one of the last Dax, which is is um, Richard Norton and Fred Williamson and oh, wow. I think Andrew Devoff yeah i can't Um, find that anywhere it just didn't come to america that's the problem well maybe we could find it someday but i think judging by the fact that we and maybe one or two other people are the only ones really reviewing these movies yeah like it kind of shows they're kind of niche you know they're meant for people like us i guess um and you know it's a shame because i think they were meant to go to more of a wider audience but I get I'm not sure to, that because they're like yeah. blockbuster exclusives, yeah. you know. Because I always see the trailer coming soon from Blockbuster, Down and Dirty. It's just like yeah, so maybe <laughs> they did the, productions. Yeah, oh, oh, they're all they're all de deej productions or one of those. Yeah, but yeah. not Two Left Shoes, right? Oh, well, I think it's almost the same thing, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I feel like maybe if they had gotten into a wider marketplace, maybe more people would know them.
0: Yeah, yeah, I nope. wonder that old 0201 kind of that period where you know we definitely had blockbuster needing, you know, stuff to fill their shelves. But I wonder too that like we start to see like, you know, Van Damme and Seagal starting to drop into that DTV realm if like people were forcing some of these ones off the shelves if um, they didn't have enough names or something. I don't know um because yeah, it this rage within one it's it's amazing like how this movie should be like, you know, kind sure, of True but I- should
1: have been on the shelf
0: yeah i mean it, it's got the names that you want it's an it's a, like you said the dakota smith movie right it's a, yeah it's i know what movie. happened there yeah. yeah
1: well i mean we are living in the golden age of blu-ray and there is a chance slim chance but a chance that a company like vinegar syndrome could release something like that all the DAC like movies well they could do like a dac box set i could totally see them doing that that's like the type of thing they would do um. So maybe if something like that happens, where like a a company like a Vinegar Syndrome maybe could give Rage Within and some of these other movies like a, a renewed life. Because I could see that too. Like the four just set of the Dac movies, including the Rage Within. Yeah, first time I in could, America. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's totally what they would do. I mean, if, if they did Martial Law 1 and 2, they did L.A. Wars, you know, the New York Ninja, um, all, a bunch of others. They, this really fits with uh, – and, and also a Fred movie that – I don't know if I should mention it because it, we might be mentioning it later. But Vinegar Syndrome has done a Fred. Um, yes, it's not on my list. Oh, um, I don't know if it's on Matt's, but I'll I just say it. So. And can, um, whatever it takes. No, oh, no, yes, yeah, that's, no. that's on my list. Um, honorable mention honorable mention yeah because vinegar syndrome released that so they're they're not they're no strangers to the to the frediverse so they uh Uh, forget this metaverse this is the frediverse
0: (laughs) Frediverse. (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking too because i I was gonna make my push for them to release his western so i think um that could be good i did notice that um, one of the ones that you were talking about is on stars um so at least there's that but i was thinking the same thing like they should do the dac movies and they should do his westerns like just you know just
1: Which one's on stars? Down and Dirty?
0: um, No, um, the the four. Actually, for uh, the apocalypse? No, the other one. uh, Take uh, Take a hard ride. Take a hard ride. That one's on stars, like streaming. So um, I guess if you have stars on your cable package, you can watch that.
1: Okay, Uh, that's cool. That's that's a good tip for people. Yeah. Uh, All right. So where are we here? Um, Number, or second, number two. So, Matt, what is your second?
0: So my number two, so this is not a um, a Dakota uh, Smith one. This Mm -hmm. is a Robert Malone one. This is Black Cobra. uh, Black Cobra.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's coming up. Um, Okay, all right, Which one?
0: So this is the first one, the first one for me. Um, The way I described it when I reviewed it was, this isn't a rip off um, of Cobra, of the (laughs) Solomon. It's almost like a cover. Right, and <laughs> yeah. it's like when you think of like that song "Every Time You Go Away," where you've got the the original Holland Oates version. It's kind of like this more like soulful, blue eyed soul kind of version. And then you've got the Paul Young version. It's more of like a poppy '80s, you know, heavy synth driven version. They're two separate things, but they both are good. And I I think that's what 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 Fred Williamson does here is he it's like a cover of the of Cobra as opposed to a ripoff of
1: it. Right, that's well said. Yeah. You know, it's kind of the Italians it, doing what they do best. It's I really. Mean, uh, like taking something that kind of already Somebody exists, but putting like familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm sorry. I cut you off. I cut you off. Oh no, Go that's away. okay. I, I just, yeah. I, you guys both kind of said what I was going to say. So yeah, it's, it's oh. like, um, of course the title is very, very on the nose <laughs> because guess. if it's Cobra yeah. and it has Fred Williamson and they called it black Cobra. Yeah. So, I mean, kind of <laughs> know what you're getting on the tin as they say.
0: Yes. Yeah. The other thing I do like to talk going back to, um, you know, uh, Boss N-Word, you know, where he's sort of flipping sort of like racial stereotypes in movies Uh, with with Black Cobra. It's a white gang that's terrorizing the area and he is a black cop like out to fight them. It's almost like the opposite of, um, you know, thinking of uh, Death Wish or something like that, where it's, you know, um, mostly people of color in the gangs that 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 bronson's attacking he flips that um so again i kind of like that too that he not only is it a fun actioner where again he's just like you know uh, his screen presence is amazing and and um again like it's like a it, he's not just ripping off stallone he's covering that movie he's covering yeah, yeah <laughs> but he also does that thing where he flips those racial stereotypes and i i like that too
1: yeah yeah no i i get, totally get what you're saying and i think as we said you know if you like cobra yeah but you wished Cobra starred Fred Williamson instead of Stallone. This yeah. is the movie for you. Yeah, because there's um, certain scenes that like, wait a second. This looks very familiar.
0: Yes. Though, the spoiler alert, there is no scene where Fred cuts a piece of pizza. <sighs> the oh, so, I know. Just That's letting everybody that know that. I don't want anybody going in thinking you're looking for that scene and being disappointed. Spoiler <laughs> alert, it's not there.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that that I think that is an important point to make. And there's um, no robots, I'm not mistaken, either. So it's just like no. that Bridget Nielsen poses with. Right. Oh, but i think maybe because it was made by italians maybe the whole idea of cutting pizza with scissors was just like anathema to them and they yeah. just <laughs> because they like we don't to do that yeah
0: <laughs> an italian would lose it if you snap like i i don't do this anymore because and i kind of get it because it's hard to like you know get the, the the spaghetti on a fork if you cut the spaghetti <laughs> in half but yeah if an italian sees you take the the whole thing of spaghetti and sp- break it with your hands so they get it in the, in the pot, they'll lose their mind. So uh, <laughs> if, if, if they don't want you cutting the pasta before you put it in the pot, they're not going to want you cutting the, uh, the pizza.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I actually think that scene from Cobra was censored in Italy. Like yeah, the, yeah, they yeah. just—that's <laughs> why it got a, the equivalent of an 18 rating there because they just—they could not have that. They can't stand. Like that. I, I can't see this. Italy,
0: Right? It's like or in England. It's like the yeah. nunchucks in, in England having. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Can't have those or nunchucks.
1: The, or the sausage nunchucks in Ninja Turtles too. <laughs> right. Can't have that either. Yeah, hey, that goes back to Vanilla Ice. You know, Ninja, Ninja Rap. <laughs> that's right they didn't cut that but, out but they cut, yeah, but, <laughs> but i you know i hate to break this to all of our uk listeners but there are such things as nunchucks <laughs> okay so moving on um so uh, number I know, two, you know that the bbfc tried hard to, to uh to cover up the fact that nunchucks nunchucks exist um for the british they're public they're around
0: um, uh, i was gonna say in italy they they censored the the sausage nunchuck scene <laughs> they didn't like the idea of sausage being you know of cured you know charcuterie being used like (laughs) that for them that was what was so you know like again the food thing like that just you know it just it uh, hurts their sensibilities yeah yeah you
1: you don't play around with it you know you don't use prosciutto as like a cannonball or you know you don't (laughs) use albette pasta to stab someone in the eye yeah no i mean (laughs) hey this this could be going somewhere this could be like a movie Um. Maybe this could be the plot of that Gordon Ramsay action movie we talked about.
0: Oh, that'd be good. Where, yeah, he just where he uses
1: these. food items to kill
0: people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and on the cover it says banned in Italy. Like, as yeah. like a <laughs> 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 so disturbing. It was banned in Italy. were yeah. Like, yeah. why was it banned in Italy? And it's like, do you see what they're doing to food? Like, the Italians can't stand this. They're like, you know, they're they're up in arms that you would waste food like this. You know. And,
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah a lot of these horror movies and JALOs, you can do the most unspeakable things to people but don't you yeah. dare do anything to their food yeah. um, but anyway going back on track uh yes. ty uh my number we two here? pick well another one of these double ones because it's hard to make a decision which is delta force commando one and two so oh. delta force commando and then delta force commando two priority red one <laughs> so it's like Right, so just not confusing <laughs> title at all. Delta Force Commando Two, Priority Red One. Yeah. So that's the name of the movie. Yeah. Um, they that's both have Fred. They both have Fred Williamson. They both and the second one really is the one to watch. Yeah. Because there's something completely off about it again. <laughs> and have you, have you seen this one, Matt? I have not seen either of these. So these oh, you like, should see the second one for sure. Yeah. See the okay. second one because here's are the loose. <laughs> it's like. Is this, Which is what's is, something we look for. I don't know yeah. if other people agree. I, I assume they do. That's what makes these movies, you know, set apart from like the standard run of the mill, you know, actioners that kind of like the, of the sort we get more today. This, there's something definitely off about part two. Yeah. Because part one's a classic Italian actioner, Brett Baxter, Clark and Fred yes. Williamson are just shooting people. The second one's Fred Williamson, Van Johnson. And Van Johnson's like 85 years old. It's, like. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of weird scenes, odd yeah. dialogue, just yeah, camera angles that are wrong. It's like, <laughs> it's it's great. It's it's really great. I think if yeah. I see why you made this number two. Yeah, I, some, this, this, yeah, people need to see this because yeah, you wouldn't think you think oh it's it's, it's you know you think it's the like one of these one the movies. Yeah, 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 so the you'd never know. You would never yeah. know to see this, but I'm glad you're highlighting it because yeah, now people know. There's a certain operation. A name that's very ridiculous. I will not say what the operation name is. All right, fine. Fine. All right. It. If it's you don't want to hear the operation name, fast forward right now. All right, go for it, Ty. It's Operation Leonard. It's just like... <laughs> like why is that the operation name? It's like, what, how is it going? It's operation Leonard? It's like, Leonard? Who's Leonard? Operation <laughs> <laughs> <Richard> Leonard? <laughs> and so there's a lot of things like that. They're just these yeah. small little weird bits that... Uh, that all add up to a pretty entertaining movie. Oh, wait, there's one other thing. There's the poop sheet, right? Yeah, yes. <laughs> which like, Van Johnson talks about, right? Yeah, it's like, where's my poop sheet? It's
0: just like... <laughs> so, it's like... so good news is both of these, as of right now, are on YouTube. Um, oh, thank goodness. So Delta Force Commando 2 is actually a JCT, which I don't oh, know that his movies get taken down that well. I think he seems to do a good job of uh, of picking movies to upload. Um, so... If he's got it, that usually means it's gonna be there for a while. And then yeah, Delta Force Commando, um, that's somebody else called Films and Clips. Um and so I Oh yeah, I did,
1: I've come across them. I've I yeah. seen yeah. that
0: before. They have a check mark next to their name, which I didn't know you could get check marks in uh oh, now
1: you in, get check marks on YouTube?
0: I guess you get verified. I guess you can, I guess. I don't know how that works, but um, oh, well the
1: come course. up interviews Twitter account has still not been verified. And we've been on it for ten years. <laughs> still not verified.
0: Yeah, same with D T V connoisseur. We're still, not, you know. Not so, verified. Uh, you, if there's, you never know. There could be a fake person out there, like posting fake reviews from us yeah. and letting you, know, <laughs> you you click and suddenly you're just like spammed by a whole bunch of bots and you didn't. Yeah, Because you
1: know, <laughs> there's so many people out there that want to be like us. Uh, right. People really need to go for the real thing and make yes. sure it's us. <laughs> yeah, sure um, which which blue mind. check would help a lot in doing that. But I know.
0: I know. no, Maybe no, you no, make no, that case to Twitter. Do you know that there's so many people out there posting fake reviews under our name? They're like, no.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, right. And they're no. very strict. They're like they're wearing like a like a full military costume. No, no, it's like okay, so <laughs> and they have like he's... a red stamp and they stamp your paper. You so, yeah, let me yeah, yeah, verified, unverified. <laughs> but if you get verified, they have a stamp that's a blue check and they stamp yeah. the paper with the blue right. check. So I guess um, being on there for ten years is not good enough for them. I mean, we're not grandfathered in. It's no. like <laughs> um, I guess uh, not. And speaking of grandfathered in, so Van Johnson was 85 years old. When yeah, he was, in the movie. <laughs> um, he was high up there. I'm not sure about that exact age, but he was high up there. He's like wearing a military outfit. And this thing looks it's ill-fitting. <laughs> much like um, Bubba Smith's suit. Yeah, or his wacky hair, Lego hair. Maybe if you stand next to Fred Williamson, you have to wear clothes that are ill-fitting just to make him yeah. look that much cooler. I don't know. <laughs> That's part of his contract. Yes.
0: Yeah, the Bubba Smith suits in <laughs> and movies, they're, they're, they're like, that. was it Tommy Boy, right, with a fat guy in a little coat routine?
1: <laughs> right, yes, it's very similar, yeah. Yeah,
0: it just, it, it makes me uncomfortable watching them. Like, it, it, like, sometimes, like, you, you go out and you put on a shirt that you hadn't worn in a while and you think, like, okay, it, it fits. And then you, you're out there a little bit and you're like, wow, no, this is not fit. You know, it's like, man, if my shoelace is untied, I don't know if I can, like, lean over to tie my shoe in this. You know, it's like that kind of constricting feeling. It, or, or like if you go out to eat and you you eat too much and you're just like man I like these clothes that I I picked like they're just not working it's like yeah, yeah like I just get that feeling when I see Bubba Smith in some of these movies and that, that makes me uncomfortable when I'm watching I'm like you know like almost like yeah like I need to just get out and go for a walk and, and
1: yeah, cause, uh, you know because Bubba Smith is he's a wide man you know yeah, he, yeah. he he's no beanpole you know so whatever clothes he would wear would you know you would think that he would put some sort of stress and strain on them. So you need to give him a, a properly fitting suit. I mean, it's not asking so much. No. Uh, I guess. Well, they have, a, they have a small budget of time for suits, Just <laughs> small fitting. budget, small suit. I guess. Yeah. That's, it, that's all yeah. you get.
0: Well, the other part with the budget, I think is that Fred Williamson always gets the biggest gun. So that also <laughs> always hurts Bubba <laughs> Smith when he's like, whole, like he's a detective where he's like, like aiming to fire at somebody He's get this little tiny thing in his hand. Yeah. It's it's like, very, <laughs> what <laughs> is the key shooter? Right, exactly. I mean, it's like nor- like a normal sized gun, but in his hands, it looks like you know, like like it's like this little like like yeah, like the little pea shooter, like the little like one that somebody puts in their uh, their their sock to you know like oh no, yeah. surprise nice gun! Look at that! You didn't see that coming! I got you, you know, kind of. They thing. always
1: have the extra one like on their <laughs> yeah, on their ankle, the ankle holster. Yeah, the, the, like the ankle that. holster. It's like okay, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, exactly. There are two ankle <laughs> holsters. Always one. You got to do <laughs> yeah. two. No. well it, it might be kind of hard to walk if you uh, okay. had two. Like, i don't
0: you're
1: know never of... worn an echo holster so i wouldn't know but you never see okay. two in a movie yeah it's
0: almost like two these two movies two. have rules for restraint that, that like they're that, that almost like like what you know and then you almost feel like if they did two that would be like a huge deal that a guy had two <laughs> in a movie but it's almost like no no you can't do two like you know like like even if the screenwriter right if the if they you know somebody's really like listen we'll green light this picture but you you gotta cut out the second mini, maybe because like,
1: I, yeah. I feel like maybe they'd be worried that it's a little too naked gun-esque like oh, if you see true. a scene where someone is pulling up their pant leg and putting on their ankle holster then does it again that's yeah, like yeah. something like frank drebin would do so uh. like <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd have You'd Frank start. Drebin would have, like, a wrist holster, then another <laughs> yeah, wrist right, holster. Exactly. And then he'd just, like, have holsters all over his body. It would be like that. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can get one, because it looks cooler. Like, oh, here comes the ankle holster. <laughs> <laughs> and you're on the ground shooting. It looks really awesome. Frank stuff yeah, exactly style.
0: Right. Right, it's like the, the guy thinks they got him, right? You know? yeah, yeah,
1: right. Oh, oh yeah. you forgot about my one ace in the hole. Yeah. My ankle holster. <laughs> They're always having the ground holster, shooting it, it too.
0: Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. Um,
1: now, so, I... I believe we're at our number ones
0: already. Wow. That was really fast. Yeah. So my number one is three, the hard way. uh, Oh, I did
1: not expect that answer.
0: Yeah. I just, and I was back and forth between this one and black Cobra, but I just, I loved this three, the hard way with, um, with Tim him Kelly. And, yeah, right. with Kelly and, and Brown. um, the kind of it's almost like this almost like spy kind of movie um, with them in it. And, and the way that they perform it and the way they do it, it was just I, I really loved it. I mean, you know, One Down, Two to Go is an interesting sequel um, because it's like Williamson was trying to pitch the sequel to the theaters and, and you know, to the, the major movie houses. And they were just like, no, we don't we don't want this. um, And so. He ended up having to make it direct to video, you know, or do like kind of those low budget Italian productions for it. But but this one, it, it was it was kind of like a cross between, you know, what we expect from black exploitation, but also like, you know, like really high, you know, good quality actioner. Um, and so, yeah, this was a fun one for me. And I think Williamson, what's great about it is that he's working with Jim Brown and Jim Kelly uh and it's like those two kind of bring their own things. Like Jim Kelly is this really excellent martial artist. And um, Jim Brown, I think, is a dramatic actor, was better than than Williamson. And of course, he was a better football player, too. But yeah, Williamson just has that presence again, where it's just like, I, you know, any scene that Williamson's in, despite who else is in the scene with him, it's, it's his scene.
1: Well, and it's, also what's good about that is almost like they all have their own individual strengths yeah. and they're all different from each other. It's almost like exploitation meets charlie's angels in a yep. certain way because it's kind of like they come together with their own strengths and they're doing these sort of like action capers and it, it really works
0: yeah and then just in case we thought it might be two charlie's angels right they actually have a group of women assassins that they uh they hire to help them out um which uh so yeah so it's just in case yeah they, they also sort want to have their own charlie's angels in there too
1: Right, right. Oh, Charlie right. was just very popular. Well, it was. And Black Exploitation was too. So it was only a matter of time until they were combined. Um, now, um my number yeah. one, Let's keep talking about this three hard which is a good movie, I had to rewatch it. Um, um. It's the Black Cobra series, one, two, and three.
0: <laughs> you got all three of them
1: there. Yeah, all three. Because the well, it one... was hard for you to come up with this friend list because you Are did it? a lot of ties and sequels. Yeah. And, yeah. The third one, I think, is one of the better ones because it's just like, I don't want to go to Manila. Then he cuts you right to Manila. in the third <laughs> one. It's like, just that and alone. It's called like the Manila connection. Connection, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm not going to Manila, sir. I'm in Manila. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> and he wears like a members only jacket and he's yeah. capering around manila and uh, yeah and there's a lot of shooting and it's it's cool i like the third one's very underrated so you'd, you as far as that series you'd say one three and two as far as ah, they're all kind of the they're great in their own way i mean yeah i understand but there's something about three that kind of elevates it to a more silly because uh, well, by the time you're on the third iteration Black of Black it, yeah. Cobra, it's <laughs> kind of all bets are off. I mean, yeah, it's like even one Black Cobra is <laughs> funny enough, but now that there's three, there's Black, three Obras, Black Cobras, three Black Cobras. it's like. <laughs> and did I mention the Stell Mass thing last time? Oh if I no, mentioned before? maybe, uh, but tell it again. So it's I believe all three in the series were directed by Stelvio massey and mm-hmm. at least the first one is, and so on the VHS box, yeah. I guess to make it seem more American. I don't even know why they would want to do this, <laughs> but they you know, they didn't a lot of times they would anglicize the name. So, you know, they they you know, like um Larry Ludman or they'd come up with these right. names. Yes. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, but for this, I think the video company did this. They changed Stelvio Massi to Stell Mass yeah <laughs> what <laughs> stell mass so they took off the vio and the i yeah now, that's That's all you have to do a why would they do this <laughs> b if they're going to come up with a fake name that that doesn't sound like a name. Like, does the, no one in this world is named Stell Mass? So <laughs> that just it sounds ridiculous. It looks ridiculous. It's not like an actual name. Why did they do it? I, so many questions. I, I I think we should call Trans World Video. And yeah, right, ask now. Them. Uh, right now, right now, because I'm sure they're still in operation. It's the same number as Warren. Uh, <laughs> Well, it's like the Maytag repairman. It's like one guy sitting next to like a, a, like a washing machine. Oh, hello. Like it'd be like a very surprised guy. And we could ask him why they changed it to Stell mass, but, um, and yeah, don't take off that thing off your mattress either. That's illegal. Oh, the tag. Oh yeah. I yeah. Yeah, can't do yeah. that. No. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard I, time. Hard I feel
0: now. like that's part of the fun when you're an Italian director is choosing your, your English name that you use, yeah. you know, cause yeah, I think what, what, um, Uh, Bruno Matai was Vincent Don, I think. Yes, Uh. yes. Yeah, and, and Antonio Margariti had a name that he would use, too. I can't remember. Um,
1: Anthony Dawson. Anthony Dawson.
0: Right. So <laughs> I, I love the idea that you get to choose, you know, I mean, if they're choosing. I don't know if they're choosing their own name or if they, they just get one given to them. But um, but I also love the idea, too, that, that there's this, this idea from us as Americans that we're just like, I'm not watching that movie <laughs> directed by an Italian. <laughs> yeah. Like, get well, out this is here, Italian.
1: This like, <laughs> Italian. Like, well, I think I know why they did it in their own country, because I think they the, – the homegrown Italian audience – they felt didn't want to see an italian movie they want to see an american movie or a british movie that was the thinking that i kind of understand but but here <laughs> no we don't care we want to see your real name i mean if you look at so, the credits of the other credits on the box, there's still the Italian names yeah, Everyone's name. Everyone's an Italian name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, but not Stel Moss. Not Stel Mass, no. Right,
0: yeah. right. But, yeah, but everybody else, you're right, it's is an Italian name except for Elliot Gould, I guess, in the first one. Elliot Gould and Fred Williamson and everybody else is that. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's isn't Elliot Gould in the first one?
1: In the first black cobra? I no, think well, you're thinking of something well,
0: else. You know what? No, you know what it is? The, the box says he's in it, but he's not. <laughs> <laughs> now the, that's fun. Covers, right,
1: that's nice. Yeah, because uh, I think I need my Elliot Gould. It,
0: I, I think what it is is I think it's um, it yes okay so Cobra Black Cobra. I'm look if you go to the DB site, there's a poster for Black Cobra okay. that is actually the cast of Mean Johnny Barrows.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, so, it's a mix. so it's a mix. So they now. just took the cast and right.
0: Damn. Yeah, so you've got like Elliot Gould, Roddy McDowell, all of that, <laughs> but it says Il Cobra Nero um, unless they called unless they called Mean Johnny Preros Cobra Nero in, um,
1: in, in Italy. In, yeah, it starts uh, to get a little confusing. Yeah, and it, it's kind of yeah. like the names too, like you know, like Vincent Dawn and Anthony Dawson and Larry Ludman. Those are the main ones we know, but all co- like other countries had names two that are alternate so like if you go to imdb and you see their alternate names there's like 30 of them because right. there's so many so those are just the most well-known ones but there's others and some of them are kind of funny and kind yeah. of silly um um i think um one of them is max steel um, yeah that's an awesome name <laughs> i forget who, who what director that is but there's an italian director that did go by the name max steel might have been Mattei. I, I don't remember yeah i think um, you might be right can't get along with Bruno Mattei. He I love Bruno Mattei. He's yeah. made so many great movies. <laughs> this cop uh, game alone, he well, could stop. Stop. Well. <laughs> yes. Oh, and and his horror career yeah. is amazing. Cool job. Um,
0: so he actually had a French name, Pierre Leblanc. Um, that was one. Name, uh, <laughs> William Snyder. Um, he actually. Oh yeah, William had, Snyder. Yeah. Yeah, William Snyder, <laughs> Henrik Montgomery, Michael Cardoso. I mean, he's got <laughs> Bob Hunter. Um, yeah, Bob yeah.
1: Hunter. He he made a cop game. Bob Hunter. Bob <laughs>
0: Hunter. Yeah, I mean, the the most common one is Vincent Don. Um, that's the one that's the most in there. Uh, he did a documentary. Um, under as George Smith. Um, he, <laughs> he even had a Russian name, <laughs> Stefan Oblowski. I think that's Russian. Um. Um, Jimmy Mateus, he, he's, yeah, I mean, Jordan Matthews, he just has a ton of them. Um, yeah, it, it's amazing, like, where he comes, I mean, I, that makes me wonder, did he come up with all those names, or did somebody else come up with
1: them? I don't know, maybe it's a mixture of the two, my guess is he didn't come up with a good number of them. He may have come up with Vincent Don, because I think, like, they get one that they come up with themselves, and then the rest get put by the producers or whoever they're, they're given to them yeah because
0: um, look up margariti and it's all anthony dawson anthony yeah. m dawson or anthony dawson like that's it he didn't he oh anthony daisies was actually yeah
1: because i think that's a literal yeah. translation of antonio margariti in italian <laughs> is, is anthony daisies
0: <laughs> okay that's awesome
1: um but <laughs> um i think right, your you're number one
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, what yeah oh, oh. No, no you did your number one right oh you're no no one.
1: your number one I, you, no, here already did. It was through the. It was um, oh, three the hard,
0: Oh, right. Of course. We had, yeah. Sorry. No, yeah. We're,
1: we're fresh out of Fred. We did the. We did the list. Yeah. I like, mean, I don't honorable know. mentions. What about honorable? Oh yeah, mentions? I could do. I had original gangsters. Okay. Um, okay. So we already talked about that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I had um. You know, I had the messenger. That was one that, that hmm. I thought of as a as a um as an honorable mention. Also, um, one down, two to go. I thought was an interesting one. One one thing for me as a, as a. Uh, a hockey fan, an NHL fan for a long time. Um, one thing I kind of liked about One Down, Two to Go was that their the opening fight scene happens in a Brendan Byrne Arena, which is where the um the the Devils used to play, the New Jersey Devils. And they now play near the uh, the Newark Train Station, the Prudential Center. But um, it was kind of cool seeing that. Kind of brought me back to my old watching the NHL days. Um, so that that, but I also kind of like that one is like. You know, it's got Richard Roundtree in it as well, and I, I like it as uh, Williamson kind of saying, like, okay, all of these actors should be getting bigger, but, you know, big big screen, you know, big picture uh, roles, and they're not getting them. It's almost like – there's almost a sense when he's making the movie of, like, I can't believe I've got these guys in my movie. Like, I'm doing this, like, low-budget, like, Italian production, and I've got these great guys in it. Um, but they they make the movie. I think it works. But, again, it also has a lot of that, like – williamson like real like like harsh stuff in it that you're kind of like okay like you really need to do some of this stuff um in the movie to make it that good but um yeah and it it kind of also kind of has an original gangster's feel to it too where they're just like kind of having a fun time with it right right with that with that
1: cast yeah and just remember another fred williamson that's underrated the last fight oh yeah yeah, it's like a boxing drama. It's a boxing it's, it's, drama. It's gritty. It's... it's um, Don King is in it, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah, oh, so right. that's, that, that's worth recommending right yeah. there. And also, I would like to put in my two cents for White Fire. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. Because you want to talk about Wackadoo. That. That's yeah. Wackadoo. <laughs> yeah. I just remember That was our number one for uh, Ginty. For Ginty. Bef- yeah, so Ginty no, no need to, to retread yeah. some of that. Yeah. But, it, but the fact that Ginty and Fred are in it together is pretty spectacular.
0: I saw that for the first time yesterday because I, I thought it might oh. make, might make my, my list. It's on Tubi mm-hmm. now, so um, so it's over the first time. And I got like halfway through because I remember you guys talking about it when we did Ginty. Um, mm-hmm. and I think I had confused it with another movie that you guys were talking about. It was like kind of like just like a high octane actioner. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching this, and there's a scene where he starts to like flirt with his sister, and he's like pulling her her, her towel <laughs> yeah, off, yes and,
1: yes, and
0: and and all this stuff. And I'm like, what is going on here? And I was like. Did, did I get this wrong? And so I had to pause the movie and go back to the review you guys wrote to realize like, yeah, I got it wrong. Like you can't, yeah, yeah. this movie's just like completely wackadoo. And yeah, that's what the charm of the movie is, is that it's all over the place and crazy like that. And, um, so, I mean, once I figured that part out, I kind of settled myself in and I was like, OK, um, I, I mixed the movies up. Because, yeah, know, we talk I about mean, so many movies on the show that I haven't seen that I'm like, oh, I got to check that one out. And so, yeah, I I mean, that's the thing.
1: Yeah, you settle in for this one. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> yes, you can't confuse it with like something else. You just have to realize you're going to be watching something very odd and then just kind of go with the flow. <laughs> yes.
0: I mean, I mean, what is like the thing is, when Fred Williamson comes into the movie, it's it's almost like kind of a feeling of like, sure, why not? You know, at that yeah,
1: point. that's basically that's it's like, great. yeah, Fred's here. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. he's kind of a late addition in the movie. Like he doesn't show up till about like what, about halfway through. Yeah, yeah. maybe even more or more. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, it's it pretty great. Think, you know, if we're doing Fred Williamson, maybe we could do like Pam Greer, top five. Richard Roundtree. Richard Roundtree, top five. It's a Maybe, good idea because we were talking about Richard Roundtree the other day, Ty, and we're seeing how through all of this, pretty much eighties, nineties, and two thousands work, he was, a, yeah. he was a cop. He was a, a, cop. a detective, a detective. And, like, like detective and, like, Jones. Like if it looks, yeah, <laughs> I said he he plays like Detective Davenport in like yeah. thirty seven different movies. Yeah. Like he's always <laughs> that sort of straight down the line detective guy who is, um <laughs> that he he made a career out of it. I mean, it's it's impressive. I'll yeah, write that down. Even I, like these you, erotic thrillers, and every, yeah, which we'll and be talking about. Yeah, so
0: yeah, yeah, we'll,
1: so we'll, we'll, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll talk about it off air, about the erotic thriller thing. But um, you know, I just found another person we can do for another list. Uh, okay. Michael Madsen. Yeah. Oh. We might have to do that in several installments. Because yeah. Okay. Oh, so that's many. a funny idea. Yeah, like Michael, Michael Madsen, Madsen Part One, Michael Madsen, Madsen part, two. part Two. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no, yeah, I like that. about Madsen. <laughs> Ty, you're, you're on fire. You've got to write down these ideas. I think we could do all well, those ideas. Write down, them down. I'll do it right now. Mad about Madsen. There you go. Write it out right now.
0: I feel like I would have to get like extra water for that one. <laughs> yeah. The amount of like rough impressions we would be doing. Like, oh, that's right, man. I'd be like, I'm uh, uh, losing my voice here. i got to get some water here. But it's like, yeah. Because like, I think well, every movie we talk about, there's going to be a line where he sounds like that.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, absolutely. And it, has he ever been in any, any movies with Michael Rooker? I don't really the has. the voice because it's like <laughs> argh, 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 argh. <laughs> William Smith too. It's like oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> William Smith, especially towards the end, it was just all William Smith did. I like think John Cross uh, from after Weaver dinner mentioned this that like any 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 D T V star that you're a fan of, um, you know, William Smith chewed them out in a scene um behind a desk and <laughs> But it's like he just, was well, like towards the end, of it, he was just like, <laughs> like, he didn't even make, make any sense. What are you saying? It was just like, oh, rambling. no, some of those
1: <laughs> later AIP movies he was in. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, he was gargling gravel. I mean, it was just it's <laughs> incomprehensible. AIP doesn't have closed captioning. So that's even worse. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> and if it did, it would just probably be a bunch of question marks. Yeah, or, question marks. Like, unintelligible. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. unintelligible. Yeah. Unintelligible, I love Unintelligible. It's like wow, you can't even figure that out. Unintelligible. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are good ideas, and I'm sure uh, we'll be doing it's those. All and then, down. and uh, yeah. Matt, you'll be back on our show for Zadar soon, yes. right? so people can look forward to that. Um, did so you have more, more honorable mentions? Or is- oh yeah, I don't. I'm out.
0: Yeah, I, I think I'm good. I did um, – another one that I think kind of fits this mold that we're, we're talking about here is um The Big Score, which he directed. and It was like an 83 one where, again, he's like a detective, and it's just got all the names in it – or not all the names, but it's got enough of them. It's got Frank Pesci. It's got um, uh, John Saxon, which was interesting oh. to have John Saxon as a good guy in a movie, um, and and um I think Richard Roundtree was in that one as well. I think it was Richard – yeah, and – um. It, you know, again, it's just like those movies, you know, I think that one's on YouTube. There's something about those movies that it they just work, even if they don't work, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, well he I makes remind, them work. He's and like I just the, reminded me one.
1: Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Brett. Oh, sorry. sorry. No, I was just saying he makes them work. But Todd, what were you saying? Silent Hunter.
0: Oh, yes. Another um, oh, with uh, with Miles.
1: Miles O'Keefe. And there's like hilarious scene, Brett and Matt, but that kid singing that opera kid. Oh, yeah. Um. I, oh, oh, I oh, isn't name. that kid named Dakota? Da- Dakota Horvath. Yes, his name is Dakota Horvath. Um, <laughs> I did not. Look, why I do we, we know remem- that? But. I didn't look that up. I remembered it. <laughs> yeah, I remembered it too. Because yeah. like, because we've mentioned him over the years, I think that's why. And we mentioned him by name in the review when we reviewed yeah. it. So, it, and plus, it's kind of a memorable name, like Dakota Horvath. But like, Dakota it's he's a kid. Dakota Horvath. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, how can we explain this to people? Like, really okay. quickly, he there's like a party scene, in this like little tot is at yeah. the party entertaining the party-goers by yeah. singing opera. And he was pretty good in it. Like what, was he like here. seven, eight years old? Or, yeah, he's better so. Pavarotti. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's a young Pavarotti. Yeah. Well, he could be an action star. I think he might have used him before, Pavarotti. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that, with that <laughs> he already side, has the beard. He, yeah, he, yeah. Well, you, if, if Pavarotti does want to be it, they can get... um. <laughs> <laughs> I get to, Placido uh, Domingo. Well, yeah, exactly. Get Domingo to be Pavarotti. Okay, now we're getting to the realm of absurdity. Oh no, this this podcast is is it's starting to skid out of out of control. So about... you're saying if they can't get Pavarotti, you get Placido Domingo, <laughs> yeah. or Placido Domingo as a Pavarotti, or vice versa? <laughs> no, this is insane. J- no, 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 you get John Reese Davies as Pavarotti. <laughs> oh, oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why hasn't that happened? That's like. Yeah the perfect yeah, casting that would be perfect casting
0: it's like, <laughs> i love the idea of john reese davies as pavarotti in yeah. a canon style detective show um yeah. like instead of william conrad or whoever that was was it william oh, yeah. conrad is that who it was the big guy um uh, yeah and <laughs> can't yeah that that because you know,
1: Side are we talking about side with Raymond? No, Cannon no, was this other show. It was like a, it was kind of like the pre-version of like Dennis Franz, right? Right. It was oh yeah, Jake yeah. The,
0: he, he was he was the fat man and Jake and the fat man later. Oh 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 okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's Jake um, and the fat man <laughs> can't do that title today.
1: No no, it's Jake and the weight.
0: Challenge man. <laughs> I remember when I would watch football on Sundays on you know, they would CBS, they'd have the, the announcer, Pat Summerall, would announce what's coming up. And he's like, check your local listings. We've got 60 minutes, and all-new Murder, She Wrote, and an all-new Jake and the Fat Man, you know, check yeah, your local yeah. listings for times. And, yeah, yeah. And, uh, that's, how I, that's how I always think of Jake and the Fat Man is that it was always on after Murder, She Wrote, even though I don't think I ever watched an episode of it.
1: And was Jake – was that Joe Penny or is that – I think so. Or was yes. it Joe Lando? <laughs> of course, no, no, I don't think it was Lando. Of course, Lando, I got confused with Kevin Sorbo back in that around that time. Right. They have the same O, and most <laughs> yes, they do, and and they kind of you know have a similar vibe about them. <laughs> it, who's it that guy on? Bad. uh Who's like? Is that the guy from um Doctor Quinn Medicine Woman? Is that the like? Lando. That was, like that was Lando. Yeah. That was Lando. Okay, don't make sure. Yeah.
0: Um, all thing. right.
1: Um, <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say about Fred, or just keep talking about Doctor Quinn Medicine? I mean, the Fat Man, yeah, all of the Fat Man, all our favorite shows. Well, we well, 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 go I right do back to make Matlock. Sure. You know, we oh. can talk about Andy Griffith again. It's like, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. He wears the same suit. He must be poor or something. <laughs> Matlock he wears the same blue outfit every episode. Well, no, it's like a white. It's like a cream off white. Yeah, it's cream off white. It was because he. I've seen like a two Matlocks, and he wears the same clothes, and he doesn't come in to like 50 minutes in. It's just like. It's, <laughs> Well, well yeah, Oh, the, right. Matlock's in this. Yeah. Well, so the thing like, about Matlock is you can't tell when they were made. Like, were they made in the <laughs> 80s, 90s, 2000s? Like, when yeah, were these now? shows produced? They have, like, this out-of-time kind of feel to them. Um,
0: yeah, things would happen in a Matlock. I would, I, cause yeah. I've been watching – sometimes the reruns are on, and I'll, I'll watch one. And it's like, something will happen in a Matlock that is very, like, 90s. Mm-hmm. And it feels so out of place with everything else that's going on in the show. You're like, really? They had rock bands? Huh? <laughs> I, you know, that's just it's like the style,
1: like it's hard to pin down like the styles of the clothes or anything it's, or the, <laughs> even the film quality of it. It's just it's like, when was this made? This is like made in some sort of time vortex where yeah, like the there's no connection. It's like anything. cloudy looking. It's like yeah. kind of like not really well filmed for yeah. the most part. And the thing on Murder, She Wrote is that there was an episode where Jessica Fletcher was on virtual reality. <laughs> uh, and Kevin Serbo was the guest star. <laughs> oh, wow, Perfect. Wow. Yeah. What, yeah. Man, good connections there. Well, do you, think you have anything else to say about Fred, or do you want to wrap it up with some plugs? Well, I just I want to make sure, Matt, did we get all of your honorable yeah. mentions? Yeah,
0: I, yeah, I think we got all the honorable mentions. Yeah, I think the big thing for me about Fred is that he, my, with my list of like top DTV stars of all time, I always had him second behind Dolph. I, I'm beginning to rethink, but I, I still think Dolph, kind of his DTV output is is, is better than Fred's. But
1: it what is, Fred yeah. Williamson
0: did for the DTV genre, I think a lot oh, of his 80s stuff. Amazing yeah. stuff yeah so it's it's kind of a closer i think it's closer maybe than than people might think between those two um fred williamson really is like a bit I i don't know yeah it's we're kind of fortunate with our our movies that we watch that he's in them because he probably was like a, a, a top level action star he should have been like maybe in the 70s he should have been like at that like steve mcqueen level um, oh yes yeah
1: he was yeah. close but then he kind of made like these kind of lower budget movies that kind of not yeah of it. it did get kind of stuck in some of the more low rent stuff but yeah. that's, that's no, not a bad thing no it's, it's not that's not that's not, it's it's not good bad for, thing us. for us
0: right, it's exactly it's our, our gain um yeah and i i think maybe this 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 episode it's it's very fascinating because this might be like the first time where we almost had no overlap um i think oh, yeah. we, just, oh, we had right. black cobra maybe
1: yeah, yeah black cobra or some over- yeah well because that just shows the universality of the awesomeness of black cobra but uh, but i think it's really good the way it sh- shook out because yeah. you kind of C- tackled his you know 70s That's 80s, tackled 80s stuff. 90s, we tackled so. more than 90s 2000s yeah. so we covered two kind of hemispheres of the fred experience um i'm glad it worked out that way i mean obviously I, people know we don't plan this so i mean no. i'm glad it worked out this way yeah we don't show each other's lists on um, no you know. i don't even know your list ty so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> i barely we definitely I, don't know matt's i just set this up just a couple days ago you know it's like <laughs> it was yeah, hard I, I mean i could Ty, could tell me but i just hmm. i prefer not to know I just, uh, yeah, you know, I love to see Dolph Lundgren and Fred in a movie, you know, because Fred's still looking pretty, uh, you know, good. And so. So is Dolph. You know, Dolph so Dolph's younger, it, obviously, it, but still.
0: It's so maybe Blackjack, too, because I, I they. Oh, that's that's I really right. They
1: were in a movie together. They
0: were, remember, that was on USA. Uh, yeah, USA that's
1: right. And he original. was afraid of milk or white or. <laughs> <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. Oh, I don't like milk. I forgot they're in the same scene in the gallery. They're, it's so quick and you miss it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, cause, yeah, he doesn't have a big role, Williamson, in no. it. But it's funny, I was thinking about that. Like, I think Williamson has been with almost every kind of big DTV star. I was trying to think who he has. I don't think, I don't think he's been with Seagal. I don't think he's done a Seagal movie. But he's been with Rothrock. He's been with um, uh, Don the Dragon. Uh, it, it's like it's a lot good. of
1: the big. Uh, <laughs> Cynthia Rothrock.
0: Rothrock, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Night
1: Vision, and, and there's another one, right? Oh, no, it's
0: Night Vision. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's interesting to think about that, too, that he kind of, works with all of them he works with everybody he does you know
1: yeah yeah absolutely and it would have been good to see him work with some of maybe the the nut the, the next tier down like yeah. with like uh dale apollo cook or um <laughs> evan, lurie. evan lurie or yeah. joe lara yeah like he was close but he not to be the confused the, with uh, uh, kevin sorbo or joe lando joe lara <laughs> joe uh, lara yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it would have been cool. I mean, I'm sure he has worked with some of those people over the years, but then he did, you know, in the 70s, square, which we talked about, you know, we worked with everybody, you know, the original yeah. gangsters people. It's just, yeah, the amount of people he's worked with is, is really impressive. Um, well.
0: I guess. All right, well, we're fans, of, as well, you can we're tell. Fans, and, and then I guess yeah.
1: well, Hey, Matt, what are your exciting plugs today?
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so my, my novel is out. A uh, uh, Girl in a Gun. You can get that on Amazon in paperback or Kindle. Um, the link to that is on my site, dtvconnoisseur.blogspot.com. That's really where you can find links to everything. I've got my Twitter account. It's um, dtvconnoisseur. Um, I think it's direct to video connoisseur on Facebook. And then um, Instagram is a uh, DTV connoisseur, which I have been horrible at using Instagram lately. I don't think the last, I don't think I've posted in a long time. And I think yeah. I get in like once a week and, and clean out my likes and. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do a bunch.
1: Well, we forgot to say one thing now, which is thanks for being on the show again.
0: It's like Let's like, <laughs> <laughs> forget about that part. It's always fun. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, we'll be back. And then uh, you're going to have us on your show for, um, Matthias Hughes.
0: I think it's Matthias Hughes. Yeah, uh, so that yeah, that'll was be a, a good on, one. A recommendation from somebody on, on 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 the Facebook page. So before we actually do that episode, I'm going to get the exact name of, of the person um, so that I can give them credit for oh, okay. good, suggesting that. Yeah, give give them uh, credit for us. Uh, get credit for suggesting that. But I think that could be a real fun one. There's a lot. Oh, definitely. Of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, now we got you know, some I'm,
1: new ones too. So this is going to be good. And I guess.
0: Uh, yeah, thanks I guess for our links, plugs
1: Our plugs. Oh. Let's see, um, what do we got? Crpodcast at yeah. com. That's right. The website, comeuppancereviews.net And Ty, yeah. what are the other ones? Uh, Ty Comeuppance on the Twitter. Ty Action Rocks on Instagram. Um, what did I post today, Jade. <laughs> <laughs> Unrated. Unrated version, hard to get. You know, very difficult to get that version. <laughs> Classic David Caruso and uh, Angie Everhart. Angie Everhart and uh, who's in that? Michael Bean, Mikey Bean. Uh-huh so like mikey Mikey bean Um, do you remember the part in jade you've all seen it right
0: yes a long time ago
1: well there's a part i watched maybe like five six years ago but there's a part where he almost david Cruz has like x-ray vision or something (laughs) it's like oh it's like it shines on this on this clue just for him like, yeah. it well, was very you know. CSI Miami well is, uh, I can see why they <laughs> had him in that later I gotta um, rewatch it because it has like a funny card chase jade and just, uh, well because it was kind of like trying to recapture the magic of basic instinct yeah,
0: yeah. it was yeah. relentlessly
1: okay but I remember
0: just, uh, <laughs> now this was the first Caruso movie that he did after getting I don't was uh, that he,
1: in Kiss of Death and then he did what's right. the other one
0: uh, I can remember But he'd like just left NYPD blue right? yeah like, over the contract or whatever and that's that's right and so i remember this being the theater i think i did see this like after the fact um I you
1: see like on that. pay-per-view or something yeah, yeah i think that's like when i saw back at the time but since you have the unrated version i might be interested in rewatching. watching it's 12 it. more minutes of footage it says on the back well, so that's a lot that's a lot of extra caruso maybe too much but it's just like <laughs> it's like the, wow. <laughs> yeah, Linda
0: Fiorentina, she just did like tons did of these nineties Neo Noirs. Like that was like if you needed someone for a 90s Neo Noir, <laughs> yeah. Last just Seduction, you know, of course. Last yeah,
1: not exactly. in the last Seduction 2, which is wait a second, I didn't makes no sense. The last seduction two. Yeah. I it's but the last seduction yeah. was the last seduction. <laughs> right. Well, it's like the Neverending story two and three. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. Last Seduction Two. Well, that was Joan Severance, which I still haven't oh. watched yet.
0: No, I've never, I didn't even know there was a sequel. I didn't know there was a last seduction oh, so. oh, oh, most people oh, didn't, is. but
1: Ty <laughs> found it's, it. And
0: I, I mean, it, if you're going to replace well.
1: Linda Fiorentino, I guess Joan Severance would be the ideal person. Yeah, good point. But I guess we're kind of getting off the tracks again. But, I mean, right. I guess we can uh, let you go, and then uh, we'll be back soon for another exciting episode, Six, episode 61. <laughs> thanks again, uh, <laughs> thanks Matt. Again, thanks again, Matt. Thanks again for every, thanks. everyone yeah. for listening. And, thanks um, to the Warriors. And thank you to the Muppance Warriors and yeah. – um, That's the end. Bye. All right, we out. Can I talk the warrant? (laughs) Yeah, fine. All (laughs) right, but only for